0: Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to Series 3 of the Tim Hill podcasts. In the last two series, I have told you about my life. I've met many interesting people along the way who have become my friends and what they have in common is they all have fascinating stories of their own which they are happy to share with you now. Thank you for listening. Welcome to this episode. This is going to be all about Artie the Ship's Cat. Artie was born on the 18th of June 2018 In hindsight, we should have called him Wellington after the Battle of Waterloo, but we didn't. The reason he came to be called Artie is because my name's Tim and my wife is Rowena. So we thought R and T, Artie. That's how he got his name. We became Artie's slaves in the October of 2018. Right from the first day that we got him, we decided that he would conform to our way of life, i.e. he would go where we went, he would do what we wanted to do. To that end, we took him everywhere with us. He got used to going into his carrying box, no problem at all. So, in your box, get in the box, bump, he goes straight into his box, door on, in the car, off we go. I also took to taking him out on the lead. I put a harness on him and I put a lead and we used to go and walk around the block. He used to enjoy that. Now he roams it freely. we got him his own door, so he comes and goes as he pleases. He's got his own set, shall we say, routines. He'll normally get up around about four o'clock in the morning and come into the bedroom and start stomping about, jumping up and down on us, demanding that we feed him. One of us has to get up, feed him, and then he'll go out and he'll wander the streets for maybe an hour or so and then come back in, and then he'll settle down again. And then around about sort of 7 o'clock, he's demanded that we get up. So, unfortunately, one of us has to get up. We sit and have a cup of coffee. And then he'll settle down probably for the rest of uh, rest of the day or maybe maybe till about lunchtime, he'll get up at lunchtime when we're having some lunch and he'll demand something to eat. Once he's had that, then he'll go back to sleep for the afternoon. In the evening, he'll go out for a little while. After his dinner, he'll come back in and then he'll sit with me for the best part of the evening and then he'll go out for about an hour, maybe two hours or around about 10 till 12, and then go out again about sort of two two o'clock in the morning for a little stroll around, and that's his daily routine. But from the get-go, we took him down to the boat. We've got a, a boat; it's a a thirty-six foot sailing yacht. And his first year, we took him down, and he went the Isles of Scilly, and we had a wonderful time down the Isles of Scilly. He got very used to being the ship's cat. He had his own routine on the boat. If we're doing some night sailing, he would then be night watch. He would be on the night watch almost permanently. Either one of us is up in the cockpit. He would be up there alongside us, keeping us, keeping watch. And he really enjoys the night watches. And then if we're sailing during the day, then he'll normally get into his his bunk, which is his box. He's also got a hammock. That we set up in the in the four peak. he jumps up onto the curtain that underneath the the fore hatch, and he'll sleep there for the best part of the day. Or he'll come into the aft cabin where we sleep, duck down, and he'll sleep in there. He pleases himself most of the time, but you can always tell when he's hungry. He will come and demand food. He'll he'll make himself such a pest that you have to give up. And feed him. During the summer, after the lockdown of 2019, we decided that we were going to go sailing again. And this time, we were going to go down to the Isles of Scilly. So we set off from Gosport. We had a really good easterly in early June that took us one hit, 190-odd miles down to the Isles of Scilly. Artie adapted, he was night watch. He was up there with us, whoever was on night watch, keeping us company. We got down to the Sillies, and it was like the old routine from the previous year. We'd have a run ashore. He'd love jumping in the dinghy, put his harness on, and we had several walks, quite long walks. We went to St Agnes, and we had a, a really long walk all the way around St Agnes, and he came with us, and he loved it, absolutely loved it. And we had a good couple of weeks while we were down the, the sillies, and the weather was starting to turn a bit odd, not great. so what we decided to do was would seize this opportunity and would sail around the UK. well, in hindsight, uh, maybe we shouldn't have bothered. We didn't really have one decent day in the sort of the following couple of months that we spent going around the UK. Instead, what we did, we had the the cockpit tent up most of the time. Artie would spend a lot of time up in the cockpit, especially when we were at anchor. We anchored nearly everywhere we went because a lot of the places wouldn't let us in still. Going up the Irish coast, Ireland wouldn't let us in. They were locked down. The Isle of Man was locked down, so we couldn't go there. And we ended up... We managed to get to, to Bangor in Northern Ireland and we had a few days there. And then we went off up into Scotland and to the Western Isles. And we had a few weeks going around the Western Isles. We went to one really, really, really quiet anchorage. And we decided that we'd have a run ashore in the evening. It would look idyllic, absolutely idyllic. A really white sandy beach, nice, nice area, very quiet, The rain of the day had gone, so we went ashore, we took Artie with us. What an error. We hadn't gone more than 50 metres off of the beach, and then it started. Down came the mozzies. God, dear, they are murderous. You should have seen the pandemonium of us trying to get back to the boat. Artie wasn't too bothered, but... (laughs) It looks like umbage of being thrown into the dinghy, and and as as we were trying to row away, we were stuck on the bottom, and we were going nowhere fast. We finally got off and and, and away and back to the boat. The boat was anchored, I don't know, about 100, 150 metres off the shore. Fortunately, most of the mozzies had given up by then, but Jesus Christ, they are vicious little buggers. Anyway, we continued the trip. We went up through the Caledonia Canal, had a lovely time down going through the canal. A few days of rain, a bit of sunshine, uh, and that was the whole, whole of the episode. We were getting sunshine and showers most of the time, and every about every third day we'd have a half-reasonable day, but on the other days they were just grey and miserable. We got through the canal, and it took us nine days in the end, but we had deliberately waited at the the far end up at uh, Inverness for the weather to change. The weather changed, and then we got a decent wind, and we set off. and Our plan was to sail all the way back to Gosport in one hit, some six hundred miles. Unfortunately, so two two and a half days in, nearly three days in, we'd covered about three hundred and sixty miles. Well, no, slightly less. We'd done just over 300 miles and we picked up a lobster pot or line of lobster pots off of Scarborough. Unfortunately, or fortunately for us, the lifeboat came out and rescued us. Initially, the Shannon class came out. Uh, We were about six or seven miles off of the shore at this stage. So the Shannon class came out. They managed to get one of them free. Um, and, and most of the line, but we still had another lobster pot stuck underneath us. So they escorted us into to South Bay at Scarborough. We couldn't actually go into Scarborough because our draft is too deep, and it dries it out in there. And they brought out the inshore lifeboat, who then managed to free up the other life, uh, the other lobster pot, and we were able to go on our way. By this time, it was really early hours of the morning. It was about, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning, something like that, by the time we got free. And we picked up the lobster pot about half past nine, ten o'clock at night. So this was a real drain on the whole crew. We sailed into Grimsby and we were met there by another lifeboat just to make sure that we were okay. We spent a week there waiting for the weather to change. We, We had easterly gales all week and it was just horrible, absolutely horrible. But the wind finally came round to the north. Although it was still blowing a bit of a hoolie, we left Grimsby fish dock with it blowing a six. By the time we got down to the estuary, it was blowing seven. And by the time we got down to the wash, it was a northerly blowing an eight. Fortunately, we just had the head sail up and we were steaming along. We were doing really good. Artie was enjoying himself. He was up on night watch again. He was down below during the day most of the time. And we eventually got round to to Ramsgate. We had an overnight at Ramsgate. And the following day, we motored from Ramsgate all the way back to Gosport in absolute flat, calm conditions, having had two weeks of gales. It was stunning. Unfortunately... As we were going around past Dover and Dungeness, we heard lifeboats out and yachts calling up for dinghies crossing the channel, which we didn't think was right. But there you go, that was that. So we got back from that little trip to be locked down once again in October. And here we are in 2021 and we're locked down again. Unfortunately, we don't have access to the boat. But RT the ship's cat, he's back to his land legs routine. So he's up at four o'clock in the morning demanding feeding, goes out, comes back in, sleeps most of the day, goes out in the evening, comes in, sits with me in the evening, goes out again, demands feeding when he wants it. But RT the ship's cat is a bit of a star. He made Royal National Lifeboat Institute's magazine for the winter which he's got his picture in there and and the description of what happened when we got rescued by the lifeboat. So that's the tale of Artie the ship's cat 2021 we're hoping to be able to set sail again and this summer we're looking at going back down to the Sillies. but this time instead of going round the country we're just going to spend our time we're going to try and get down there on the easterlies And when it starts coming westerlies again, we're going to come back real slow time going into all the ports that we haven't been into or that we've been into before but haven't spent a lot of time. So we'll be going to places like Penzance, Falmouth, Foy, Plymouth, Dartmouth, River Yelm, the River Helford, Solcombe, and then we'll come back via Portland and then back to good old gospel. Hopefully, that's been a little bit of an insight and something slightly different to my normal broadcasts. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you found that very interesting. I did. If you did, please like, share, and subscribe. By subscribing, you won't miss another episode. My episodes are released at six o'clock Greenwich Mean Time on a Sunday morning. So, if you don't subscribe, Log in on a Sunday morning to get the latest episode. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.